It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team now here here's the the very very important second line to that while i think they're done adding an outfielder they cannot be done adding a position player they are not nearly good enough and if you want to tell me it's only one bat there's one more major league bat they're gonna add while i think that's still short they gotta at least do it and whether it's jd martinez or it's Justin Turner, or it's Jorge Soler. So for the sake of this, and I'm not saying they're all the same player. They're not. They're actually all very different in a lot of ways. You know, Justin Turner is not hitting 30 home runs. Justin Turner is not. You don't think of him as a slugger, and they may not necessarily need that. If Francisco Alvarez is going to burst out this year, power-wise, the kind of hitter Justin Turner is, which is far different than Jorge Soler, who is a slugger, and far different than J.D. Martinez, Turner may be fine, but for the sake of this, let's say it's Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez, some combination, one of them. We'll call him J.D. Turner or Justin Martinez. Which one do you want to call him, J.D. Turner or Justin Martinez? Uh, I, I like J.D. Turner. Okay. That guy is the D.H. You put him over there and you say, dude, you're going to D.H. every single day. If you're Justin Turner, you'll occasionally find your way to third base, but you are our designated hitter. That means you are relying on Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos at third, and this Bader-DJ kind of combo to man center or left, depending on who's playing. And that's at least a little bit acceptable if you've got a DH that you're writing his name into the lineup every single day and you're feeling good about. Let me give you a specific example. Here's the lineup. Because you got to think about this. Instead of, I think what happens sometimes is you almost forget who's here, who's where. This is the lineup if they've added J.D. or Turner at D.H. And tell me if this is good enough, because this is still with the Mets adding a bat. Nimmo leads off in left or center. Lindor bats second at short. McNeil third at second base. Alonzo cleaning up. Your four core guys. You want to flip them around a little bit, whatever. Justin Turner or J.D. Martinez batting fifth. 
protecting Alonzo. Marte batting sixth and right. Alvarez behind the plate, seven. Brett Beatty at third base, batting eighth. Maybe Mark Vientos a little bit. And then the Bader, DJ Stewart batting ninth. Is that lineup good enough? Do you look at that, Pete, and say, okay, that's not a bad lineup. Let's go. I have to be honest. No. It's not. And that's with adding somebody. <laughs> so if your answer is no, right. and that's under the premise that they're going to add a legitimate DH, then what's the other bat they're supposed to add? Is it another outfielder when clearly I don't think they're adding one considering they already have five? Well, here's the problem, right? So I'm also basing it off of the numbers from last year. If you gave me the 2022 Mets, maybe I'd see a little bit different. Like obviously Francisco Alvarez wasn't there, but I'd think of it I'd think of it different because uh McNeil was a much different ball player. Marte was a much different ball player. So I look at those numbers and say, yeah, that's great. But last year they were so down. I can't look at those guys and really give them an honest ranking of, oh, this is good, this is enough. Because you don't you still don't know how good Marte is going to be if he's going to be healthy the whole season. Is McNeil going to have another bad season? That's not that's not good. And then Beatty just being a question mark, it, it's it just it's really not so it's not about the people that they add. It's about the people they've already had on the team. But I don't think you have a choice in that matter. I think that Jeff McNeil is the opening day second baseman for the New York Mets, and you have to have your fingers crossed that he's more of the batting title guy from 22, or the guy from the second half in 23, more so than first half 2023. Like, he's on the team. That's not changing. Starling Marte is on this team. You have to hope he's healthy and he's the guy from 21 and not 22. I don't think there's really a 22, not 23. That's just there. Like, those are the things that we kind of knew at the end of the season. Like, those are going to be some of the big questions going into next season. And there are a lot of variables to this lineup that change everything. I said this on the air, Evan and Tiki, 2 to 6.30 on the fan today or Thursday, depending on when you're listening, that Francisco Alvarez is in a lot of ways going to be the most important Met. Obviously, the pitching. We're not spending as much time talking about pitching on this edition of the Rico. We all know the deal with the rotation and the questions around it. But offensively, their most important question that needs to be answered is Francisco Alvarez. If he is the guy we think he can be, if he is the guy he showed signs of being and hits 38 home runs as a second-year player, the lineup is completely different. There is a dynamic aspect to this lineup that's very, very different. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And that's the protection for Pete Alonzo we've been waiting for. If he's hitting 210 and he's at, you know, nine home runs at the All-Star break, it's a different story. So in a lot of ways, Alvarez is so, so important. But in terms of what they've added, at the bare minimum, they have got to add the legitimate bat to be the DH. Or, you know, in Turner's case, we're playing semantics, the third baseman with Beatty DHing. They cannot, 
go into the start of this season with this collection of offensive players? Because if you don't add J.D. Turner, I just gave you the lineup. Here's how things change now. Here's how things are different. All of a sudden, Harrison Bader is not platooning. He's playing every day. And all of a sudden, DJ Stewart's platooning, maybe at DH, with Mark Vientos. And Brett Beatty's playing third base every day. Maybe Joey Wendell or uh, Zach Short fill in for him. That's not good enough. There is, and now it gets into focus as we enter the month of January. They have to add that legitimate DH bat at the minimum. And right now, and sometimes this is what happens, like the bar changes, so your expectations get lower. And clearly this offseason has caused all of us to sort of lower our expectations. One bat. I would have said two bats about two weeks ago. I would have said three bats before that. Now I look at what's there. I look at the money they've spent. And I say, just give me the one. And what's my preference between Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez, and Jorge Soler? Dude, I got to tell you, at this point, it's just get me any of them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'll be good with any of those three guys being added. But probably Justin Turner, if I'm being honest. I think my preference is him. Well, it's about the flexibility. And this is why I think they missed out. And I know this is way too late now. But Mitch Garver, I think, was somebody who was actually – so would have been a serviceable DH but also could have played – you know, sparingly a catcher, sparingly at first base. I think that that was, should have been the focus, especially now in baseball. You want to have somebody that's a little bit of a utility guy and it gives you flexibility and everything. Jorge Soler may still be that guy too. Now, again, you have a surplus of, of outfielders we just talked about, but if he's your quote-unquote DH, but you could also put him out in, in left field here and there too, it's not the worst thing in the world. Joey Wendell being on the team, which you almost forget at times, makes you think that they don't need to get Justin Turner. Yeah. How about Reese Hoskins, by the way? We always seem to leave him out, but I think it's part of it is that he just hasn't been linked to anybody. I think the latest I read was the Blue Jays, the Marlins, the Mariners, but you know he's one of those guys that's still sitting there. He does fit that DH mix, and in terms of versatility, he gives you another first baseman in case something happened to Pete. Well, not for nothing there, Mr. Uh, red-haired, facial hair guy right now who's looking very grisly. This may benefit Pete Alonzo a little bit because even though you and I love Pete Alonzo, we do. David Stearns is strictly, he really is going defense first. Now, Pete Alonzo might not want to hear this, but he may eventually just be a DH on this team. And they may look into investing into a top first baseman or like a more defensive first baseman. So this might be where Pete Alonso just eventually will shift. And it's a, I think it's actually a good thing if if David Stern starts to invest in bringing in another first baseman type of player. Yeah, but I think Hoskins would be more just it's one year. He's trying to bring up his value. I don't think it's a long-term play. I think it would be more just, hey, you know, kind of like what they've done here with a lot of one-year deals. Here's a guy that can help us win in the short term. If we fall out of it, we could trade him at the deadline. I don't think he would have any impact on the future of Pete. And I, I, like I've said this before about Pete, his defense has gotten better enough where, while he's not elite defensively and he's not wrapping up gold gloves, he has become more than acceptable defensively at first base. It's the least of my issues with this team. Now, right now, the issue with this, I mean, there's a few issues with this team, obviously, Besides the pitching, which we haven't even talked about on this pod, 
is they have now set up this offseason into they have to add that one legitimate designated hitter or guy that fills the DH hole. And we've gone through a few of the candidates, Jorge Soler, Reese Hoskins I just brought up, Justin Turner, J.D. Martinez on a one-year deal. Soler won't sign a one-year deal. I bet you Soler is going to get like a two- or three-year deal. So it's a little bit different. And maybe that's why he won't be the guy they add. But they have to add that bat. Right now, this lineup is just not good enough. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 